Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. This is Kelly Dean from the Tummy Team, and this is the Tummy Team Journey, and we are doing a podcast interview with my friend Beth, and Beth is a client um, that went through um, our Core Foundations program and has done some other programs as well, and we've had a couple of uh, conversations, and I thought her story would be really impactful for all of our listeners. So welcome, Beth. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell tell our listeners a little bit about you and kind of what led you to the Tummy Team originally. Tell me a little bit about your story. Okay. Well, I am, at the time I was 60, I just turned 61 in July, but at the time I was on this journey, I was 60, and I think I was feeling 60, and I was having back issues, and I'd always been um, active. I, you know, I'm not, I wasn't like this guru of exercise or whatever, but I always did things. I was like dance teacher, cheerleader in high school, you know, um, through the years, always walking, taking exercise classes, being at the gym, not, not a huge workout person, but just always trying to stay fit. And as I got older, I started having lower back issues. Um, and it just seemed like anything I did, like if I, we helped our daughter move and, you know, every, everything I would do would cause my back to flare up. And, and I just had this sense that if I had a strong core, I knew enough to be dangerous, so to speak. Like I knew I needed a strong core, but I didn't really know how to get a good strong core. And so I was actually following um, a girl that I had found online, just doing these little exercises to try to get a strong core, like always. And she mentioned diastasis recti. And I just had never heard of that. So then I started a research um, kind of researching that. And that is sort of what led me to look beyond the usual crunches and exercises and the things I'd been doing forever and to try to look at that whole idea. So that's, I don't know, I think it was like, you know, 60 crisis. Hey, you got to find something else that's going to work. <laughs> you, right. you don't want to feel old when you don't feel like you're old, you know. So. Right. Right. I think I think it's interesting to hear different people's journey, like what what triggered them to look for what and then and where they heard um, about diastasis or where they heard about like maybe it's not the typical crunches that we've always done. Maybe there's something different. Um, and like you said, you knew enough to be dangerous enough to know what you needed, but not know exactly what that looked like. Uh, and so on your Google search, did is that how you eventually came to the tummy team? Well, actually, I found fit to be first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of people do because fit to be is our fitness partner that um, does a lot of tummy safe fitness and Beth Learn, who we've also interviewed, um, just does a great job at getting the word out that what you think you need to do for exercise isn't 
always what you need to do. And what we talked about when I was interviewing Beth is the other Beth is um, <laughs> that often we all go to fitness when we need rehab first. Like our first instinct is I feel weak. You know, I don't necessarily know if there's something medically wrong with me, but I feel weak. And so what what makes you stronger? Fitness makes you stronger. But a lot of times people have maybe with the best intentions doing the wrong things or um, have a muscle imbalance or have a diastasis. So did you um, did you discover you had a diastasis? I did. It wasn't a very large diastasis. It wasn't like it was, you know, huge, but I could definitely feel the separation. And um, I I actually didn't find that with Beth, though. I just started doing Fit to Be. And I, okay. there I found you. Um, I started doing some of your stuff. And I just was so intrigued by it all. I was like, okay, there's it sounds like there's more. It, I, and she would say things, some of the videos I would watch. That would I would think maybe I maybe I need to go through rehab. I'd never done any kind of rehab. I've never been to a physical therapist or anything, you know, face to face. But I felt like that was so smart. Um, I just felt like the whole idea of physical therapy was a really smart idea and something that might be time for me to look into. And so then I went from her to you and then began to kind of research, you know, with you with your program with the Tummy Team, looking that up and. Okay, what's it all about? Because I will be honest, I assumed that it was for moms, young moms. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, my daughter's 20. She was 25 at the time. She's 26 now. That's been 25 years. What could I do? <laughs> what? Why would I need to take a class that seemed like it would be geared at like right after I had her or that kind of a thing? So that was a little bit in the beginning, but the more I researched, the more I looked at it, I'm like, you know, I don't think it's just for that. And then I would kind of watch your little videos. And anyway, I decided I, I should jump in. I need to try this. Well, I think that that's one of the hardest things for us at the Tummy Team has always been like such a huge portion of our population are prenatal and immediate postpartum moms. But mm -hmm. that is absolutely not everybody. I mean, like you know, in your case, if your child was 26 or 25, you know, but like it could be seven, eight years later, we work with men. This is really information that's valid for everybody. Um, but the condition diastasis recti is so common prenatal and postpartum that that's where a lot of our focus goes so that we don't miss our biggest demographic, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm always looking for ways to help people that are not in that demographic recognize that this is a really valuable um, tool for everybody. And I think once you get into the program, you see that. Um, yeah, were you a little skeptical or hesitant about the actual online portion of it? Um, I was in the beginning and I wasn't sure. Originally, I was like, oh, gosh, I, I'd never done any research. I had a friend tell me later that your prices were were not, they were right in line with pricing mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But at first I was a little bit like, oh gosh, that seems like a lot of money to, you know, to do an online course. Um, but then I, I thought, well, you know, I, I need to just try it. So yeah, I was a little bit, it seemed strange not being able to, you know, see face to face, but it worked so well because I knew you were on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. Um, I, right. I knew I, there wasn't a chance I was actually going to get to come see you. And I did research to see if there was 
there were local people. Yeah, no one. It was like New York and in another country or something. So I'm like, yeah. well, I'm probably not going to go to the clinic. So Right, and you're in Florida, right? Yeah. You're in Florida. And, yeah, it is just it's hard to find somebody that does this work. And, um, and when you're looking at online course, you could look at, you know, the pricing of our programs compared to, like, maybe a fitness program, and you think, oh, but when you compare it to – in-person physical therapy, um, it's a, it's a drop in the bucket, right? It's barely anything. Um, okay. So you start, you, you started with core foundations, right? Uh huh. Yes. And, um, after you started watching the first couple videos, what, what did you, what, what did you kind of realize? Well, at first I was overwhelmed, but you said we would be. (laughs) So I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those that I'm a little rule follower and I'm going to, I'm going to do what you said and how you said to do it. And I'm going to really try to do it right. And so I I did, I initially, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much information. I'm not going to be able to get all this. But um, I so quickly realized that first off, even though I was, my back was really bothering me when I started, this was something I could start right now, even with my back hurting, like, because you weren't, it wasn't like you were saying, okay, jump up and do, you know, 20 jumping jacks at this moment. I mean, you were teaching us stuff and you, you know, you're really good. I've heard you say it on stuff when I've watched you on um, Facebook live or something and you're, but you are really good at predicting because you've worked with so many people, obviously you predict what people are going to need, what they're going to think, what they're going to be saying to themselves. And so I felt like you addressed everything. I never felt like at the end of a particular session or a, or at the end of a week that I was left like, gosh, I wish I could ask this question because I really felt like you, you addressed everything. So, um, but maybe I didn't answer your question. Did I answer? No, no, you did. I, it is a lot of information those first couple of weeks, right? Because the first week, is educating you about the muscles of your abdominals and your core muscles. And um, sometimes people are like, it's such new information and it feels like a lifeline that you're like drinking out of a fire hose. You know, it's so much information. But as we go through the program, you understand why that information, I keep coming back to it. I keep reminding you of the anatomy and of how the body is designed and how the muscles work and how the post why the posture and alignment matters and why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and you're right. Like I've been working with clients in the clinic for long enough that I anticipate what people are going to ask. People are um, more alike than you think. Like, even though you might have somebody that's, you know, um, 22 and just had her first baby, or you might have somebody in their 60s or somebody anywhere in between, um, and you might have very different symptoms. As people go through the process, um, there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of things that people, most people get to a place and they're like, start to worry about this or start to wonder about that. And, and I try to anticipate that as much as possible. And you are the type of person that likes to do every single thing, but I try to encourage people as they're going through the program to, uh, to be their own best you know, kind of physical therapist and recognize what are my priorities? What, what makes yeah. sense to me? Um, and I try not to put a lot of pressure on being perfect. Um, yeah, but- no, you definitely know. It was definitely me, not you. And I actually <laughs> really, I actually really appreciated that about the program as well, because I can be so much to, 
of a pusher to want to do everything perfectly and get every and do everything I'm supposed to do, that it can become um, it can control me. And then I don't feel like it's a part of my life. And you were so good the entire way on all of the courses I've taken to make it lifestyle stuff, to in, yeah. to incorporate it into your lifestyle so that you're it's not like you're having to set aside these hours of time every day to go through all these exercises and all that. You incorporate it into everything we do from sitting in a chair or watching TV or folding laundry. You you know, you you hit all the practical life stuff. And that is another thing I've absolutely loved about your program. It's just very down to earth practical, incorporate it, learn it, and then think about it and do it while you're driving your car. And all. it's just, yeah, it's so practical. Well, we want, we want people to be strong for real life, right? Yeah. Real life yeah. is what we want to be strong for. Like there's a handful of people out there that are training for like, you know, a, a triathlon, but most right. people just want to be able to take care of their families and be active and strong without being in pain. How long do you think it took for your pain to start feeling better? Um, I would say in the first few weeks for sure. Once I started learning, it, it, of course, it all builds. But once I started learning how to, you know, breathe and then how to sit and all that, it began to relieve my pain. Um, I wouldn't say, like, immediately that all the pain went away. But the thing that I've walked away from all of the the courses with is our strategies to address when the pain starts to come on. I know what to do. How's my alignment? Am I sitting up straight? Take a breath, do a, you know, hamstring stretch, um, things that yes, get my body into the alignment, which I've, I've learned from you, which is amazing to me that I have spent this many years on the planet I guess when we're young, I guess what I want to say is I guess when we're young, we don't have to think about it because our bodies are just stronger and we're just doing more. But as we age, I mean, I'm talking 20. I'm not talking like, you know, (laughs) all the way to 50 or 60. But it just seems like as we age, the things change and we do things differently. And like you have explained, we develop these bad habits, you know, whether it's holding children um, on our hip, which I re- realized 25 years later that part of my problem on one side of my body was that was the way I always held my daughter. And I put my purse so that my right hand is free. So my left side is always the one that's in pain. And just so many practical things that, oh, my gosh, I, you know, it's been so insightful and honestly life-changing for me, honestly. Oh, I love that. You know, I think the biggest thing for people to understand is that pain is not the enemy. Pain is just your body body communicating to you it it's one of the ways that your body um is trying to tell you something's not quite right and yeah. if we look at it that way and we respond to it pretty quickly then um it doesn't rule our life it doesn't it doesn't become like uh something that that dictates what we can and cannot do. And it doesn't make us afraid. And I think that because we don't always understand what the pain means, we ignore it um, and or power through it um, because we still have a life to live and things to do. And it's really not that bad. And I can just kind of block it out if I just keep going um, until you can't, right? Until it right. becomes like this gnawing thing that really starts to affect what you're doing. And 
I, I feel like so many of my clients don't realize how much of the joy of their life has been kind of robbed from them yes. because they didn't understand what the pain was telling them and what to do about it. And yes. so I, I, it is a journey. I think what you're trying to say is like the pain doesn't just like, boom, it's gone. Like sometimes you can realize a couple of key triggers that were causing part of the problem. Um, and you remove those and, oh my gosh, it's like a totally different scenario. But yeah. usually um, our body is just communicating to us. And if we know, oh, this low back pain, usually when I'm sitting, it usually means this. When I'm standing, it usually means this. And this is what I can do to help my body to be more balanced, to use the muscles more correctly. Um and those tools are life-changing, right? You're not a slave yeah. to the pain, and Absolutely. you're not always thinking, can I do this or not do this? How bad is my back? What? How bad am I going to pay for this if I do yeah. this gardening project or, you know, if I cook all day in the kitchen be before, um, you know, on Thanksgiving? You know, how bad right. am I going to pay for this? Right, right. Yeah. So you did core foundations, and then what other courses have you done? Um, then I did core integrations. Okay. I wanted to add that. Um, I think I did everything that I that fit me. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't going to have surgery, so and I wasn't about to have a baby. But then I also ended up adding on um, floor of the core, the add-on. And okay. I was really glad I added that on because honestly, I had um, I had a bladder strap years ago. I, I had oh, that heart surgery back, mm -hmm. um, gosh, oh four. So on how long that's been, um, because I was having issues. How I wish I had known about this before I went that route, but um, I did, and it helped. But this has been this just adding and understanding that connection, the floor of the core to the mm -hmm. entire core has helped me so much. And I knew that as I aged, it was just going to get weaker. I mean, you know, right. I had my daughter, I was almost 35. I okay. really feel like that probably added to the me having more pelvic floor issues, but I didn't realize that's what they were. Um, and then that's what took me to eventually do the strap. And when I had a hysterectomy, but that that course was just it was just an additional bonus to understand and to connect and to get a few more practices to stay strong. It was great. So those I did yeah. all three of those. Oh, I, I love that. I, and I think that uh, the floor of your core, um, even um, the add on, even if you don't have like if pelvic floor problems are not like your dominating issue. It's just valuable information for everybody. I, one of the things I say all the time is like your body is the only car you get to drive your whole life. Right. right? And we want to know how to care for it. We want to know how to maintain it and how to put uh, set us up for like just an, the optimal health. And I think that pelvic floor issues in women are very, um, overlooked and very kind of swept under the carpet. Well, that's just what happens. Um, you just kind of have to deal with it. And yeah. I think that there's a lot more to it than that. The, you know, pelvic floor muscles are structural muscles that, that are postural in nature, just like the core. Um, but 
you know, they, there's some real, real things that we can address there. Um, when you, what do you feel like, uh, you've kind of already talked about what has been most impactful, but like you, you've done several courses now over the last year, year and a half, maybe. And what's your current focus? Like kind of where do you find yourself resting right now? Because you're not, I don't want people to live in the rehab world, right? I want them to recognize rehab is necessary and then lifestyle. And then if they want a challenge with fitness, they can, but we want them to have a strong lifestyle. So where, what do you kind of, what's your focus or your routine right now? Well, um, I want to stay strong. So I, I, I will do stretches that you have recommended. I've learned from you. Um, I try to live not in rehab mode, like you said, but live in upright posture. I mean, I've learned like even how when I stand to make sure that my weight is evenly distributed between my feet and I'm not sitting on one hip. And so all of those things, the longer I go, it's kind of like the stronger I get. Um but also, you still feel like you're gaining strength now, huh? I really do. I really yeah. do. Um, Me too. And I am constantly just, I don't try to, like you said, I don't try to live in it, but I try to live with it. I try to make it a part of my life. Um, standing in line, standing up straight, doing a belly breath, all the things that you have taught me have really taught me how to do things better. I'll, I'll give you an example. We were recently had an opportunity to meet our daughter and son-in-law in the mountains. And, um, we were, we got to do a lot of hiking and I would always have trouble hiking for long periods. You know, when you're climbing over roots and you're going, you know, just down different kinds of paths up and down and things that you're not used to in Florida, it's pretty flat. We walk twice a day, but we don't have to climb over roots and bend under trees and things like that. So we were doing some of that there with the kids and, um, course we're in our 60s and they're in their 20s and they're way ahead of us with a dog but I noticed that I was so much stronger this time I could I knew how to hold my core and how to step you know carefully and step through my foot completely and not be up on my toes or back on my heels just so many things that I have learned that I was actually able to do that and I, I I didn't have a sore back as soon as we got back to the cabin from trying to you know, go on a hike that normally would cause me to feel like I pulled something or, you know, stand crooked on something. It just, um, it was just very life lifestyle. I feel like this has helped my lifestyle, helped me be stronger in my lifestyle. And, um, I do still walk twice a day. I'll often do something on, um, fit to be. In fact, right before we got on, I just did all of your three minute, um, fitness minutes <laughs> because. <laughs> They're just so great. I just added to the bonus material. Yes, yes that's yeah. exactly what I did. I love them. I love the way you incorporate that kind of stuff in life because I came up in that tutelage of, you know, if you don't get out there and walk five miles or if you don't go to a fitness class and do it for one hour, if you don't, why are I you well do nothing, right? then why are you wasting your time? You know, you might as well just sit, stay there in that chair and not do anything. But you are so the opposite. You're like, do a few belly breaths and you're working out. And, you know, I love, I just love that about you. So I will do those. I do those when I have time, but I try not, I try not to make it like you have to do all these things. 
Right. Because you're being strong in your daily life. Like, and I love that, that, you know, it's not, it feels empowering to feel like, oh, when I stand up tall and I have the strength to do so now, and I have my weight kind of evenly balanced. And when I'm hiking, I look up a little bit and don't look at the ground the whole time. And, you know, I, I implement all of these things. You can feel that payoff. And that's the whole point. We, one of our sayings, our little slogans are strong for the, you know, strong for life, strong core for life. And it's like, um, it's not just for it's, it's, it has two meanings, like strong core, for your entire life, yeah. right? And strong core for real life, like what yeah. you really do. And yeah. I love, like, I feel the same way. Like I'm 48 right now. And I, in many ways, feel like I'm getting stronger every year. Um, in some ways, some things I can't do, like that oh. I used to be able to do, but oh, well, you know, yeah. um, but I feel like in so many ways, I'm getting stronger every year. And it's encouraging for me to hear you at 60 and 61 um, feeling that as well. And like that is empowering because I feel like we get to a point and we just feel like it's a slow downhill thing and it doesn't necessarily have to be. I mean, um, I think that's really encouraging. Yeah. Um, What? Go ahead. I was just going to say, that's absolutely right. We don't, I am more and more convinced that, yes, I mean, my body's eventually going to fail me in certain ways. I'm going to age. I'm not going to go running out of here, but I'm going to be as strong as I can for as long as I can. And that's something that you have given me that I was starting to doubt before. Oh, that makes me happy. Um, I also love, like, you know, one of the things you kind of mentioned was kind of those three-minute things or what we talk about is fitness minutes and how little things add up. I really, I believed I was fed that same thing that you have to work out hard all the time to make any difference. And, I mean, it just ends up people do nothing because they just feel like I'm set up for failure. I can't commit to that. I have too many other things in my life. I can't be consistent with that. Um, and so what I have really encouraged people is they can tell how the little things we give you done consistently make such a dramatic thing. So why not add that into other other muscle parts and other muscle body um, components like our shoulders and our legs and our hips and our feet? And even though I specialize in core rehab, I kind of give you this full body makeover of kind of what what that means in your neck and what that means in your shoulder blades and what that means, you know, when you're doing all of these different components so that you can reach and you can pick up your grandkids and you can go on hikes with your kids and you can do those things. So I love that you kind of have implemented that into your real life because that's our goal. It's like a it's a six or an eight week program, but it's not, it's like, it's like giving you tools for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what I feel like. I have tools. I have, I know how to adjust. I know when I need to stretch. I know when it would be helpful, helpful to do a three minute thing. And, you know, when I, I just have tools, that's what I, yeah. I think that's a great term tools. What do you wish you would have known sooner? I wished I would have known right after I had my daughter that I could build my core strength then, that I could close the diastasis I had then that I was unaware of, 
Um, it was, I don't know if it was any larger then, um, mm -hmm. but I, I think it would have made a big difference as I aged if I had had those tools already, if I had already done the work back then and I knew how to keep my core, just kind of keep my core strong moving forward. I may not have hit some of the roadblocks I did with back pain and things that I was struggling with later. Um, but hey, I am grateful at this age to have found it and to have such, you know, enthusiasm for moving forward and staying strong. So, but I wished I had known it right after I had her. Do, do you feel like your daughter is open to hearing about it? Oh, absolutely. She, she and her husband are still in the new stages, so they don't have a lot of extra money, you know, but mm -hmm. believe me, she knows. She, she knows I've introduced her to you and to, um, and to Beth, and she knows the concepts, and she knows where the tools can be found when that time comes. She's already kind of, she's strong. She, she works out not to the extreme, but, you know, she, she's still in that strong stage of her life, but absolutely. I, in fact, I, I feel that God has led me down this path to help her know things that I didn't know. So she can address these things at her age and when she has children before and after she, and she can have a whole different experience than mom because she can learn from what mom is learning. So right. I totally feel that with my own kids too. And um, like my, my um, son's girlfriend has already asked me all kinds of questions. My girls, my girls are younger, you know, they're 12 and 16 right now, but they, they already are like, totally know like when when it's time for them to have babies and you know and they also <laughs> also ask me lots of questions because you know they sometimes they're gymnasts and karate and they've done yeah. crunches and they always are looking at me like it's this okay you know and I'm always really encouraging to just give them a right. balance in their life but I just feel like I feel like one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is um to share our stories and to help other people like, I always think that I, when I film a video in my program, I film it talking to my younger self. What did I need to hear? What yeah. kind of support and encouragement did I need to hear? What kind of strategies would have worked in my busy life when my kids were toddling around? Um, what, what strategies work now when I'm really busy and pulled in all different directions, right? What, what works with different personalities? And I really try to, um, be what I didn't have, right? For myself, yeah. but for all the other, you know, younger versions of us. But I'm also learning a lot from my clients that are older. Most of the men that I work with are older um, than me. Um, they average between 50 and 70. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then I do have, um, you know, a good number of older clients, clients that are older than me as well. And that's inspiring to me too. And it encourages me to realize that we're never too old to have a strong core. That's exactly We're right. never too far beyond, you know, I, I think I, I'll always remember the emails that I get from moms that are like three years postpartum. They're like, is it too late? I'm like, Heck no, it's never <laughs> too late. Yes. You know, it's never too late. Yeah. Our body has this, unbelievable capacity to heal um and it's just really it's really encouraging to get the feedback from people that are in totally different seasons of their life and that it's still being really valuable yeah. um is there anything else that you would like to share before we wrap up um, you can well, think of? well i would like to add 
that I would encourage anybody who's going through the program to consider doing the, um, I don't know what you called the, the, the e-session. Well, an e-session was great. Oh, that helped yeah. tremendously because it helped me specifically work on some shoulder and upper back issues that I still, right. you know, I'm kind of working through, but the, where you focus on um, the pain or the, um, oh, the I, grief, the grief routine, the grief. Stuff. Uh, um, I had some infertility issues in the beginning, um, in my, in my twenties and I went through a divorce. And then when I married my husband, we had a bunch of infertility issues. And so, but I thought that was long gone and long not dealt with. And I, that to me was a very impactful thing to think through and work through as well. And I just would encourage people to not think, especially if you're older and you go, oh, well, you know, yeah, I may have dealt with that or I may have had things, but I've dealt with it. I've moved on with my life. Um, I think you're tempted when it's fresh, you know, you're, you're, you're more open, I guess, to do something like that. But when it's old or when you think you've already dealt with it, you tend to not, not focus on it. But I put it off until toward the end and then I finally did it. And, and I wouldn't say that I was, you know, you said some people are super emotional. I wouldn't say that that all that I was like super emotional and all of that, but I just felt like that was a part of the completing of, of the healing. And, um, so I just would encourage people if they're going to do it to go ahead, just jump in with all both feet and do everything. And, yeah. you know, I think just that's good. That, you know, me and, um, me and Bethany learn, um, you know, filmed those, the grief routines. So there's, there's like the grief um, video that kind of explains how we hold, how grief is held, how we hold like um, emotional pain physically in our body. And, um, and just how grief can be a lot. We call it grief, but it can be trauma and it could be, it could be anything from fertility, infertility issues to abuse, to a traumatic birth, to sexual trauma from, you know, sometime in your life to right. body image stuff, right. um, to surgeries, mm-hmm. um, all, all, or an injury or a car accident. Um, it's amazing how your body um, stores that kind of uh, trauma in your body. Can't get beyond that. And one of the things that we do, um, and th- those two videos are actually free videos that we make available to anybody to do. Um, so it's like, you know, it's uh, kind of describing the process and then it's kind of a routine, more of an exercise fitness routine. But I think that helps people to kind of not be so much in their head, but kind of yes. get back into their body when, when they need to. Um, and, and, you know, it's a really an emotional component to pe- for a lot of the women. But I'm finding also to men, like a lot of them are very self-conscious of their stomach. They feel like this is not who I am. Yeah. And um, I think it is valuable. So I am glad that you appreciated that. And I know that some people put it off or think it doesn't apply to them right. um, and are surprised how it's important to really kind of look at holistically what's going on in your body. So, yeah, I'm glad that that's part of the program as well. Yeah, me too. Well, and I would just encourage, you know, anybody who's listening who might, who's considering it, I would say absolutely do it, try it, and absolutely don't just do your best to do it. You know, don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to do it perfectly and you don't have to get everything perfect and you don't have to be out of pain when you start because that's not, you don't start with 
heavy fitness. You're learning about your body and the process is what's going to set you free from the pain. And I, you know, it is totally worth it. And I, I would say anybody, no matter what age you are, try it, give it a try. It is totally worth every penny. It's, it's, it's such invaluable information that I will carry with me the rest of my life. And I'm just so, I'm so grateful. And, you know, that's why I'm a, that's why I got the membership and that's why I want to stay connected because it's just great information that I, I want to always have in my arsenal or as a tool, as you say. Right, right. And I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, um, it's, it's exciting for us to do these podcasts and hear other different people's stories and how, um, you know, where people started, how they processed through, what was meaningful to them. Kind of, I think it's really important for us all as a, as a world, you know, as humanity to see how much similarities we have. You know, I think there's so much division in our world and so much comparison um, in a negative way. But Mm -hmm. I think there can be incredible healing in community and recognizing you're not the only person that's struggling with this. Um, You're not the only person that, you know, feels like their body is older than it they feel like their mind is. (laughs) You know, you're not the only person thinking like, oh, is this just kind of feeling a little hopeless? Um, that there are more people and we've kind of gone through this process and, and we're more alike than we think. And I think that when you, when people consider an online program versus going to see somebody in person, they think in person, I'm going to get like this specific, you know, for me care, um, which absolutely you are. Um, but our online program really helps you realize how much we all are struggling with the same stuff. And there's a universal functional core weakness that's happening in our culture and how it's really impacting people negatively and it's keeping them from their best life. And so I'm appreciative to you for sharing your story. And um, we're going to, you know, share a couple of other links um, around this podcast that are relevant to things that you shared. Um, You know, maybe the grief routine would be a good thing for people to know that is available and it's a good way for them to kind of get a taste of how I teach um, and kind of my personality. I think that sometimes helps people to like go, Oh, this is somebody I could listen to, or they might find out this is not somebody I could listen to. And that's good to know because you're going to be listening to me. (laughs) It's good to know. They're going to love you. You're there's nothing not to love about Kelly Dean and the tummy team. (laughs) That's very sweet. Okay. Thank you so much, Beth. I really appreciate you sharing with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow the Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.